This is a CBC Podcast. As a dietitian, I can be surprised with the amount of sodium that is found in some of these meals. That's Samantha Shabior. She's a registered dietitian, and she's talking about the shocking amount of sodium in some food at several of Canada's most popular sit-down chain restaurants. Now, Samantha and her colleague, Dr. Paul O, know a few things about the health risks associated with high sodium. Excess sodium has been linked to a number of health problems. Today, CBC Marketplace co-host Rosa Marcatelli takes us inside a January 2023 investigation into sneaky sodium. I'd like to order something for pickup, please. Got the Caesar salad. I'd like to order the spinach and artichoke dip, please. I'm Asha Tomlinson. And I'm David Common. You're listening to CBC Marketplace. Hey, Rosa. Hi there. Really good to have you here on the pod. So nice to be here. Yeah, it's good to be talking to you. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I was most excited about coming out of the pandemic lockdowns was getting the chance to eat at my favorite restaurants again. Mm-hmm. And now that the weather is good, being out on the patio and ordering the good stuff. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So who doesn't love, right, going out to a restaurant for a nice meal from time to time? But restaurant meals aren't always the healthiest even sometimes when it sounds like they are. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I try to eat well. Do you guys try to eat well when you eat out? Do you look for those healthier options? I sometimes do. I was going to say sometimes. Yes, yeah. well, fair enough. Right? <laughs> well, this one blew my mind. So even when you're looking at those healthier options, we found that they could still be packed with sodium. And we'll be talking a lot about sodium today. Why is it important to keep track of? And we talked to Dr. Paul O oh about this in November 2022. He's medical director of the University Health Network's Cardiac Rehab Program in Toronto. And he told us about some of the health risks associated with high-sodium diets. Excess sodium has been linked to a number of health problems. Cardiovascular would be our realm particularly. So too much salt equals elevations in blood pressure. High blood pressure is associated, of course, with risk of stroke, risk of heart attack. So sounds simple, little innocent, white, little Uh powder, but can have dire health consequences if we take too much. Okay, but how much is too much? What, What is the recommended maximum amount of sodium people should consume in a day? Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know, right? Health Canada says we should aim for about 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day and no more than 2,300 milligrams. So remember those two numbers, guys. They're really important. So how much is that, right? How do you measure that? Mm -hmm. It's equivalent to about one teaspoon of table salt. That doesn't sound like a lot at all. It doesn't for the entire day, exactly. (laughs) And some might think avoiding sodium is easy enough. Just don't oversalt your food. But clearly it's a lot more complicated than that. Well, when we think of sodium, that's exactly it, isn't it? We think salt, like table salt. But as registered dietitian Samantha Shabior told us, and by the way, she also works at the University Health Network's cardiac rehab program, she told us sodium is in all kinds of foods. Sodium will be found in different uh, foods, not just salt. People will often say, oh, you know, don't add any salt to my meal, thinking that's going to reduce the sodium. But majority of it has already been added in, in the seasonings, the marinades, foods that have been prepared ahead of time uh, before you even get to the restaurants. 
Okay, Rosa, so to find out more, you and the team reported on the sodium content at some popular sit-down chain restaurants in Canada. And all of the restaurants you ordered from had their nutrition info on their websites, uh, including information about how much sodium is in each menu item. That was back in January 2023. So uh, let's kick it off with Boston Pizza. Oh, yeah. Boston Pizza. I know we were there a lot when the kids were younger. You guys have kids. I'm guessing the same thing. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. So for a sodium shock story, we got an appetizer from Boston Pizza. And who doesn't love this one, right? The spinach and artichoke dip. I've had that before. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. And I mean, you you see the word spinach and artichoke and you think, kind of healthy. Yeah, exactly. You think that's what a lot of people might assume. It was a dip. It didn't look like a huge portion to me. And artichokes and spinach, I think, okay, that's good to have in there for sure. But dietitian Samantha told us it's the other ingredients you have to watch. I think a lot of people would see that there are some vegetables listed in the name and think, hey, this is a lower sodium option. But when we look at it, there's actually quite a bit of sodium coming from the cheese and other ingredients here. There's going to be sodium in the actual pizza bread itself. Okay, sodium in the pizza bread. What is, Rosa, the grand total here? Okay, remember, you want to aim for 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day, no more than 2,300. Well, this appetizer has 2,520 milligrams of sodium. So Boston Pizza says it serves three people. So that's about 840 milligrams of sodium per person for an appetizer. So we reached out to Boston Pizza for comment, but we didn't hear back. And for those keeping track at home, that is about one third of the recommended amount of sodium for a whole day all in a single appetizer. You got it. And it's pretty hard for us to imagine what that amount of sodium would translate to in salt. So you know what we did? We took these packets of salt. You know the ones you get in those takeout orders? Oh, yeah, I know. I've got a ton of them in my my junk drawer in the kitchen. Yeah, I think it's funny everyone has a junk drawer. I'm just thinking of all the garbage that's in there in our house. (laughs) Right, so we measured it out using these packets of salt that weighed about half a gram each. And the amount of sodium in one serving is the equivalent of about four packets of salt. So what should we be eating instead then? Our expert, Samantha, said if you do find yourself at Boston Pizza and you're worried about your sodium intake, you should sadly skip the artichoke dip. You know what? The news isn't all bad. She suggested ordering a slice of garlic bread instead. It's still not necessarily a low sodium choice as 330 milligrams of sodium. But because you're just having the one slice, you're able to uh, reduce that sodium. Okay, so next, you and the team went to Milestones. What'd you order there? We picked up the roasted garlic Caesar salad entree. And this isn't one of those Caesar salad dishes that looks like it's weighed down in that thick dressing. You know, we've all seen them at some places. It looks pretty healthy. You know, there's lots of romaine lettuce. There's just a little sprinkle of bacon, it looks like, and Parmesan cheese and the ones that we ordered. Uh, Before I tell you, though, how much sodium was in this dish, do you want to both guess? Take a guess. Four million pounds. <laughs> oh We're talking milligrams, first of all, okay. David, but okay. okay, Four, four, four million milligrams. Asha? <laughs> I feel like a thousand milligrams, maybe. Well, we put that to our cardiovascular expert, Dr. O, and asked him what he thought, too. You want to wager a guess? How much sodium are we talking about mm. in this dish? It's the company that the lettuce is keeping that's the problem here. So... Are you two ready to know how much sodium was in this dish? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, sure. So the roasted garlic Caesar salad entree at Milestones has 1,590 milligrams of sodium. So that's about two-thirds of the daily recommended max. 
Okay, so I've had this exact salad entree. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and I ate a lot more that day as well. <laughs> I am confident, so I went way over the limit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the point the dietitian made, too. It doesn't leave room for other meals, that's for sure. And get this. The sodium in the salad is equal to about eight packets of salt. <sighs> okay, yeah. And what human being would take mm. eight packets of salt and shake them out onto a meal? Yeah, exactly. It's hard to get your head around, isn't it? So many restaurants list sodium amounts online. But you know what? How many of us check out what we plan to order when eating out or sit at the table looking at the menu, Googling how much sodium is in it? Samantha had a suggestion for a modification at Milestones so you can still enjoy a Caesar salad with less sodium. Maybe see if you could leave the croutons and the bacon off on the side and the dressing and then just sprinkle a small amount. So, you know, we reached out to Milestones about this in November 2022 and they told us that the Caesar salad is as traditional as it comes. They say, though, they're always looking to reduce sodium where possible and tell us they are working on a slight reformulation of this dressing along with a couple of other sauces. Okay, let us continue our culinary tour. Yum the team visiting a couple more places. We sure did. Our next stop was Joey Restaurants, and we picked up the Mediterranean Bowl. Dare I ask, (laughs) what was in this bowl? The Mediterranean. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Very funny. Okay, so we're talking good stuff, right? Grilled chicken, marinated chickpeas, cauliflower rice, hummus, tzatziki, and crispy pita. You're making me hungry. Mm -hmm. It does sound good. Yes, and I'm with you, Asha. I'm ready to eat. Fairly healthy, too. Especially with the word Mediterranean in the name. Yeah, exactly. Our dietitian also picked up on the word Mediterranean. I think that the word Mediterranean may have a bit of a health halo around it. Of course, the Mediterranean diet itself does have great heart health benefits. And we see there are, you know, some great fiber-rich options in there, like the chickpeas, and there's some chicken. But unfortunately, there are some sneaky sources of sodium in there. Whenever you see the word marinade, smoke, pickled, or seasoning, you want to think sodium. Okay, so the moment you've both been waiting for. Uh, Do we have a drum roll? Are we going to do that? Let's try. (laughs) So that's the do-it-yourself drum roll that we're doing. That's as good as I can get. You know what? I appreciate the effort. So the Mediterranean Bowl at Joey had 2,530 milligrams of sodium. Okay, so you've blown through the daily recommended max, and that's just one dish. You're done. You're not. I know. So... Dr. O had some advice if it's something that you do want to try. That's one dish, your entire kind of upper limit. So this is too much. Um, You know, I I guess it should be something that should be shared if if one was going to dive into something that that has this much color, texture, flavor, and sodium. When we're talking packets of salt, what did that translate to? Okay, get this. One serving is the equivalent of about 12 and a half packets of salt in that dish. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. It really makes you wonder if people realize how much sodium is in a dish like that when they order. It's a Mediterranean bowl. You know what? I've had so much reaction to this story from people who saw it, and nobody that I spoke with had any idea about the sodium intake. So in December 2022, we went to the farmer's market in Hamilton, Ontario, and we showed some shoppers a picture of the Mediterranean bowl, and we asked them about it. When you think of Mediterranean diet, do you think healthy? What do you think? Yeah, I think healthy, yeah. Yeah, I think it's very healthy. If I saw it on a menu, uh, I would not assume that it was high in sodium. So this particular dish has more than 2,500 milligrams of sodium. Oh, wow. So above the daily max. That does really surprise me. It's uh, definitely surprising. It's a lot. I like salt. 
No salt, no fat, no flavor. That's my motto. He has a point, right? I know you mm-hmm. talked to the dietitian Samantha about an alternative. What did she say? Yeah, she said if you are at Joey restaurants, there are lower sodium options. The crispy tofu bowl, mm-hmm. that's 1,330 milligrams of sodium. Definitely a lot lower than this particular dish. We reached out to Joey restaurants for comment, but we didn't get a response. Rosa, you and the team went to a couple other restaurants, and we're going to get to those in a bit. But I want to talk about your trip to New York City uh, in November 2022, because they actually have a policy that helps keep consumers informed about how much sodium is in their food. Yeah, the team and I went to New York, where chain restaurants, some of them, are required to put a warning icon on menu items that have the daily recommended maximum of sodium, that's 2,300 milligrams, you remember, or more. The warning symbol looks like a black and white salt shaker right there on the menu. And there's also a message that explains the potential health risks of high-sodium diets, saying that high-sodium intake can increase blood pressure and the risk of heart disease and stroke. Is this at all chain restaurants? The policy applies to chain restaurants with 15 or more locations. So we saw these warning icons on some menu items at places like Red Lobster, the Olive Garden, Applebee's, some really big chains, some really popular places. Now, you went to the New York City Health Department to find out more, right? We did. We spoke with a woman named Amaka Anekwe. She's the director of strategic nutrition initiatives there. She says the policy helps customers make more informed choices. When you walk into a chain restaurant, you may not be able to tell exactly how much sodium is in the product. For example, you may have two very similar sounding items, let's say uh, two turkey sandwiches, and they may have dramatically different amounts of sodium. I like the idea of a customer having more information. Um, But I know not everyone supported this policy. No, surprise, surprise, right? So Amaka told us that from the start, the policy went over really well with consumers. But get this, the restaurants, not so much at first. There was a legal challenge brought by uh, the National Restaurant Association. Ultimately, the policy prevailed, and we were happy to see the policy go into place. Restaurants might say that the amount of sodium is on their website, that they don't need it on the menus. It's really hard to imagine someone taking that extra step in time to look for that nutrition information. What's really great for consumers is if when they're standing at the menu board, they can see that information immediately and make their decision right on the spot. So what's been the impact of these labels? I'm curious. Yeah, when we spoke in November 2022, Amaka suggested consumers may be changing their choices as a result of these warning icons. We have preliminary evidence that shows that consumer purchases at sit-down restaurants have less sodium. That's good news for New York. That's great news for our consumers. Okay, so that's in New York City. Any sense whether a policy like that could come north of the border? We put that to our dietitian, Samantha. I think that would be very helpful. It's very clear to indicate, hey, this is a high-sodium food. Beware. And then somebody can choose another option on the menu that isn't uh, higher in sodium and doesn't contain that label. And sodium is on Health Canada's radar. When we reported on this story in January 2023, Health Canada said they were watching what was happening with sodium labels in New York and that they were going to require high sodium warning labels on the front of prepackaged foods here at home. So you'll be seeing them on grocery store shelves, but not on restaurant menus. Keep in mind, restaurant foods are one of the big sources of sodium in our diet, along with prepackaged or highly processed foods. That's interesting. 
I mean, some people might think it should be for both Mm -hmm. these types of warnings. Have there been any updates on this issue, though? We did reach out again, Asha, and according to a spokesperson in a recent statement, the government's work on sodium reduction continues, we're told. They have voluntary sodium reduction targets for processed foods by 2025. We're talking about foods sold in retail stores and ready-to-serve items sold to restaurants. They also say they're planning to monitor a small sample of processed foods like bread, tomato sauces and other items like that to kind of get a snapshot of how well the industry is doing when it comes to meeting those targets. Still, we shouldn't expect to see those high sodium warnings on restaurant menus anytime soon, it sounds like. Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a plan for that, for sure. There are no federal requirements right now for providing nutritional information on foods that are not prepackaged, like the menu items in Canada. So it's kind of like, I want to say buyer beware, but I guess it's eater beware. (laughs) Eater beware. Eater beware. (laughs) But, you know, the the federal government could have a role here. Did your experts think Health Canada should be doing something faster? Yeah, we put that to both Samantha and Dr. O. Is Health Canada falling short in this? I would love to see um, more information available in the restaurants. And if people are used to seeing it in the grocery stores, then I think they'll start to expect it from the restaurants as well. What would you like to see as a heart doctor? Being able to go out is, is a joy in life. To be social, to be with friends, to dine out, I, I think is, is something that we've missed so much and we really want to enjoy going forward. But to, for us to navigate this safely for, for individuals, then having more information available to us would be great. So we've talked policy. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the food. Yum, yum, yum. Where are we eating next? <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Let's all go to Earl's. And we went to Earl's. This was November 2022. And we decided to order something from the plant-based menu, you know, and looking for those healthy options. We ordered their vegan Hunan Kung Pao. So vegan is another option. People think healthy enough. Exactly. Samantha talked about this idea of a vegan health halo as well. People associate vegan foods with having nutrition benefits, and the vegan diet is a great diet choice, but oftentimes we do need to be careful because there can still be a lot of sodium in the dish. There's a ginger soy sauce that they're using, so that's going to be one of the key contributors of sodium here. And just one tablespoon of soy sauce, you can have almost a thousand milligrams of sodium, so it can really add up. Oh, yeah. It is a good reminder. Uh, Soy sauce can really pack a lot of sodium in it. Yeah, I think a lot of people realize that, but it's so easy to add it to pretty much everything, right? So Earl's initially told us that their vegan Hunan Kung Pao had, get this, 3,110 milligrams of sodium. So that's about 15 and a half packets of salt. Yeah, it's unbelievable almost, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So after hearing from Marketplace in December 2022, Earl's told us they made updates to the dish and lowered the sodium by about 260 milligrams. So it now has 2,850 milligrams of sodium. Okay, so... I mean, it's an improvement, but it's Mm. still over the recommended amount. Earl's also told us that they provide a variety of menu items from healthy to more indulgent. And like all of the other restaurants we visited, they have complete nutritional information on their website. And Samantha had a lower sodium option to try at Earl's. There's the vegan spring greens and grain salad, and that one comes in at just 600 milligrams of sodium for the dish. So that's a big savings in terms of the sodium content. The next place we visited was Kelsey's Original Roadhouse. And this is where we had our 
biggest sodium shock of our takeout spree. We ordered the chicken fajitas. I think a lot of times people would be choosing this type of dish because they see lots of chicken, they see vegetables, and that's often something we're encouraging people to eat more of. But unfortunately, there is quite a bit of sources of sodium in this particular dish. You say this dish was your biggest sodium shocker of the takeout you ordered. Mm-hmm. How much could there possibly be beyond what we've heard? Brace yourself. Yeah, I kind of feel like we should have left David's do-it-yourself drum roll for this. But okay, so the chicken fajitas at Kelsey's had 4,340 milligrams of sodium. Yeah, how much salt or how much is equivalent in terms of salt packets? 22 packets of salt. Well, as, as you guys know, that's nearly double the recommended daily maximum in that one dish. Samantha says it's an example of how sodium can be hiding in some foods you wouldn't expect. So immediately what jumps out to me is the multiple tortillas. Each one of those are going to be a sneaky source of sodium. Just one tortilla can have 200 to 300 milligrams of sodium in it. I find that surprising because they don't taste salty. Exactly, yeah. So that is that hidden source of sodium that we talk about. It doesn't jump out at you, but it does add a lot of sodium into the diet. We reached out to Kelsey's, but they didn't provide a statement. Looking at the menu now, they do have nutritional information for an item called Cajun chicken fajitas. The sodium content listed for that is lower than the fajitas we bought. It's 3,370 milligrams of sodium, according to that website. Still over the daily recommended max, but, you know, a slight improvement. Samantha also suggested another lower sodium option at Kelsey's. That has about a quarter of the sodium. The Kelsey's Grilled Chicken Breast Burger with a side of steamed veggies. And so if you're looking for a chicken alternative, you know, you might be surprised that that's actually going to be a lower sodium choice a burger. Now we are getting close to the end of the mega meal. Mm -hmm. uh, feels like maybe after all that sodium, perhaps time for something sweet. I feel like I need a walk is what I feel like. Okay. <laughs> maybe a roll. Maybe yeah. a roll, exactly. Uh, so, you know, you think dessert, you don't think sodium, but really you should. So we tested my personal favorite part of the meal. We went to Jack Astor's for their birthday cake. You're going to tell me mm. there's sodium in the sweet treats too? I know. I feel like a party pooper. So bad news. Yes, there can be. And this dessert has 956 milligrams of sodium. The company says this serves two people. Um, if two people shared it, each serving has 478 milligrams of sodium, about 20% of your daily recommended limit. So sodium in desserts was a surprise to a lot of us, and a yes. disappointment to me. Uh, I talked to Samantha about it. So cake, why are we talking about sodium when we're looking at something so sweet? Yeah, I think this is another one of those sneaky sources of sodium. This one's a real surprise. You know, it's, it looks almost like the size of a large muffin. This is bursting my bubble. First, the bread that I love, now the desserts, which is my favorite part of a meal. People don't realize that there's sodium in things like baking soda and baking powder. But also salt is used as a flavor enhancer and preservative. These are some of the reasons why it can be high in sodium. Try not to worry too much because Samantha also had this to say. Uh, what if it is your birthday, though? I don't think there's anything wrong with indulging every now and then. So if it's your birthday, I mean, enjoy it. It's not that we need to be afraid of the sodium and, and eating out. And be aware of those hidden sources. Yes, the hidden sources, that's where they get you for sure. Uh, that's a relief, I guess. I guess so, you know, but Jack Astor's 
had a lower sodium option if you're looking for it. This restaurant has a option called the world's most ridiculously small brownie. It's just a tiny little serving, but that comes in at just 67 milligrams of sodium. So only 3% of your day's worth of sodium. So I think the name ridiculously small brownie pretty much says it all for this. It's the like teeny a, weeny brownie. I yeah. actually get that a lot. And it's it's two bites. And it's do you feel good, good about it though? Do you feel like, okay, I had a little bit of dessert? Yeah, because you know what? You can't get like the big cake slices that they give you to me is almost too big. So at least this gives you a little sweet touch at the end of your meal. You know what? It's more, for me anyway, it's more going in with eyes wide open. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I eat this, I probably shouldn't eat something like that later in the day. But I do not share. Just, you know, I want to make that clear. Not dessert anyway. And you think it's all about moderation too, mm -hmm. right? And being informed. Like, you mm -hmm. know, maybe you're not going to go and look up every single dish and how much sodium it's got in it. But the notion that just because it sounds healthy doesn't mean it is. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thanks very much for bringing us this story, Rosa. It's always a pleasure. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys. This investigation was produced by Steph Kampf. Our sound design was by Sam McNulty and Marco Luciano. Special thanks to Lauda Antonelli for technical work. The podcast was produced by Shiloh Fagan. The senior producer is Shannon Higgins. And our executive producer is Nalisha Volani. I'm Asha Tomlinson. And I'm David Common. Thanks very much for listening to CBC Marketplace. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.